Hello and welcome to another edition, episode of Scaretroducing, the horror podcast that's serious about series. I'm Callum McNabb. And I'm Gisela Martinez. And we are here today to talk about and finish our Train to Busan miniseries with the 2020 film release of Peninsula, uh, otherwise known... How do you say that? Peninsula. 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 Or peninsula. It, the people say actually peninsula. People say peninsula, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I think here and certainly in the US, it is called Train to Busan Presents Peninsula. Um, but as far as I know, the official title of the film is actually just Peninsula. Marketed in the United States as Train to Busan Presents Colon Peninsula. Uh, and I do know that there is a film on YouTube marketed as uh, Train to Busan 2. I have no idea what the film is. On Reddit, I posted about uh, our Train to Busan episode and some guy got back to me and was like, oh, I recently watched Train to Busan 2 and there was no train in it at oh, all. Okay. And I was like, well, it's actually it's Peninsula. It's not, it's not, you know. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, this is called Train to Busan 2. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, it's on YouTube. So I Googled it and I went, sent him the link. Is this it? And he was like, yeah, that's it. I was like, yeah, that's not Train to Busan 2. And then people in the comments are like, they're speaking Mandarin or something. It's not even Korean. It's, I think it's just some Chinese or, or Asian, oh. but I think they said it was Mandarin. Uh, it was the language. Chinese horror film with zombies. And somebody's just uploaded it to YouTube and called it and just titled it Train to Busan 2. Oh, God. And it's just got quite a lot of views because oh. people are like, oh, it's Train to Busan 2. Smart. But it's not Train to Busan 2. This is Train to Busan 2. Peninsula. Uh, but it's, it's not a sequel. It's like just part of the universe. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. It's the final film so far in this franchise. Mm-hmm. And it will be our final episode, possibly outside of a couple of bonus episodes I might do myself. But it's our final. Oh, I was like, are you taking the microphones to Mexico? No, definitely not. It's our <laughs> final episode of the year planned. As we've explained, we've explained on previous episodes, Cizella is going to Mexico in... Oh, nine days. Nine days? Yeah. What day is today? Today's Tuesday. And you go on Wednesday. Uh, oh, and... Eight days. Eight, yeah. Today's the 17th, you go on the 25th. Yeah. Yeah, eight days. There you go. So I just wasn't that away. far away. No, I know. So... <laughs> so I'm escaping the lockdown. Yes, so Glasgow's just about to go back into lockdown, so... For three weeks. Three weeks, yes. Um, See ya. So that's maybe when you're gone, that's maybe all I'll do is just a couple of random fucking bonus episodes. Oh, God. But this is it. Finishing a franchise, finishing a podcast for 2020. What a uh, year. What a year. What it's, a year. Hopefully 2021 will be a bit better. We are planning to do things slightly different next year, but we'll get into that when mm. we need to get into that. Because uh, this year has been just a case of, uh, like, we haven't been very... Good at keeping schedule. We've been all over the place. I mean, it's twenty twenty. Exactly. We've been picking up franchises. Understandable. Like, we're like, oh, we're going to do Candyman. Nope, Candyman's been moved. We're not doing Candyman. I want to do the Saw movies. Oh, Spiral's been moved. We're not doing the Saw movies. So ha- Halloween. Why I didn't want to do Halloween until Halloween ends uh, anyway. I thought, I thought like let's because we watched all the Halloween films. Yes. A couple of years ago, so I was like, let's leave it another year oh, before please. Halloween ends. And then <laughs> but now that means it's another two years. Oh, because what ah. do you mean? Oh God! You will forget them all. Okay. Yes, actually. Exactly. So that is, I don't know. That's the situation we're in at the moment. I don't really have anything else to add before uh, we dive into it. We might as well just dive into it and get this over and done with. As far as I, 
Okay, so you want to talk about what our scores are oh, or our scores? Want, or, yeah, okay, scores. Okay, what? Okay, hold on, let me think. So, Train to Busan, I gave it nine. Yeah. And then the animated, I gave it seven. You gave it six, I and then increased it to seven. Yeah. Seven. I will give this one a five. Oh, thank God. What? I thought you were going to go better than Soul Station there for a second. What? What? And I was like, no, this is... this is No, uh, this is my least favourite. Yeah, easily. This is easily the worst. Uh, So I was... I think I was six or something like that. And then five or 5.5 maybe Mm -hmm. usually. Normal. I'm going four for this one. Okay. I I think this is... Look, if it's... it's I will so, watch. It's, yeah, Rick, hang on, sorry. No, no, I'm just saying, if I will watch this one just by its own, uh, no, no one's like or expecting things from this universe, as you as you call it. I think I will like it more. Like, it's, I think it, it no. entertained me in a few parts. I had a good time. We went to this That's small I, cinema yeah. in Glasgow, like the the big one that we normally go is uh, shot for like we don't know. Definitely. So we went to this small kind of old-fashioned Hollywood uh, theater, and it was so cute. And then we were sitting in this like uh, private sofas, and it was nice. So I like the whole experience. Maybe the experience I it gave me like, oh, it feels it felt like a date. I said to you, and I like it zombies and like action, and I'm like I I, I had a such a great day for me like I could have been that great if you only gave it what five no but I mean I think I like as I said I think I will give it like a bigger score if I wouldn't be thinking oh I know what to expect Uh like train to Busan okay and all that and I was like okay maybe it's gonna it's I was expecting something right and as I said if I wouldn't go with that background I will be like totally enjoy it right that's that's all because also I, I really enjoyed the whole night uh, yeah, I want to talk about that night a wee bit more uh, in a in a minute or two, but I disagree with you. I think uh, even without the baggage of Train to Busan, this film doesn't really doesn't really hold up. It's not like the worst film I've ever seen, and there's some bits in it I do enjoy, but it's the same problems I described with Train to Busan. Soul Station sort of tried to move it in the right direction, but if you listen to our Soul Station episode, I I, I sort of explained in that one. I think that film has more quote to kind of to say mm-hmm. I don't really know if it does but it, I think it has more than Train to Busan but it sacrifices the sort of popcorn like thrills that yeah. Train to Busan has mm-hmm. so I think Train to Busan is good fun but kind of empty in my opinion and then Soul Station is kind of like oh this is going somewhere but it's not as fast it's not as fun and so I don't really care especially because it's anime and that's that's just something I've, I've never really got on board with mm-hmm. So that kind of sacrificed that aspect with it. And then this one kind of flops on both counts, <laughs> really, mm. in my opinion. And so I think if I was to just watch it without any of that baggage, I would just be like, this is a pointless movie. It's not saying anything. And also, I'm not really getting many of the thrills. I get some, but not too many. I think how I will describe this movie will be Digital Fast and Furious oh, Zombie Edition. It's it it wants to be and this is baffling to me. It wants to be Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, yeah, and kind of there's kind of the like, yeah. there's a little bit of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome in there as well, which is actually the best bit of the movie when it does the Mad Max Three stuff. But when it does Mad Max Four, it one can't do it. We'll get into this uh, when we talk about the film, but it, it cannot do it properly. And two, 
I have no reason why you would want to do it. I have, I have no reason. <laughs> like, I know everybody thinks Rant. that Mad Max Fury Road is a masterpiece, and it won like six Oscars or whatever, all technical, obviously, but it still won the most, I think, that that year's Oscars. A big success. I know that. that it, you know, it's like one of probably, it's probably the film, I would say, of the last decade. Like, if you had to pick a film that defined the last decade... My Max Fury Road was a huge hit, like, and everybody that saw it loved it. Like, everybody was like, "Wow, that movie, fucking yes!" But then you read the stuff behind the scenes. Is like Charlize Theron wasn't getting on with George Miller, the director. Eh, Tom Hardy wasn't getting on with the director. Oh, they weren't getting on together because nobody knew what. He, like he 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 said himself, like I don't really know if I, I probably didn't explain it well. Like nobody knew what they were doing. Like you know. Like, like, drive along, it's 30 miles an hour, really, really slow, or don't drive, but act like you're... Because that mm-hmm. film is all action. Yeah. And if you can't see the action, but the director's like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, but you're like, I can't visualise this. Yeah, I can't get into... Like, like I don't know mood. how this is going to look. Yeah, yeah. Because also, a lot of Mad Max Fury Road is ramped up, the speed. I do think it works for that movie, though. But, like, it's speed ramped. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get why nobody was getting on. Because it was, like, it was a huge shoot. And production was shut down. And So, one, I have no idea why you would want to emulate that. Because, as far as everyone else is concerned, they were like, oh, it worked out miracle, but it was a nightmare to film. Yeah, but, for example, you and know that because you are into films. Like, I don't know. I just no, learned in that. And, and I think it looks amazing. It does. And probably but then you have, directors, you, have, you know. You have people like Steven Soderbergh, the director, and he's like, I have no idea how... There's two directors. Steven Soderbergh's one. I can't remember who the other one is. And one of the quotes is, I have no idea how they're not still filming that to this day. Like, I have no idea how they managed to finish it. Mm -hmm. And the other one is, I have no idea how they managed to film that and not kill anybody. Hmm. Like, I I just, I can't wrap my head around it. So, thinking like that, going, that's not a film I want to emulate as a director. Mm -hmm. And the only way to be like, I could emulate that is to do it, but not do it realistically. Because everybody pretty much agrees that doing it realistically was a fucking nightmare yeah. and it's lucky that it exists at all. Never mind, it's good. And so in this case, bam, 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 they don't do it realistically. It's all done on a computer. And guess what, guys? And you can see. They do not have the budget yeah. to make it... Like, it is video game cutscenes. I am talking 10, 15-minute action sequences that are straight out of an Xbox game. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Hey, it I is insane. It. I kind of spoiled that already, but that. So let, let's talk about the day in in general. You say you like the the, the experience. Yeah. I like so it, it was little, Halloween night. Yes. It uh, Yes, it was Halloween. Uh, everything. Uh, I think yes, it was a weird night for Glasgow to be so empty. It was dead because it was a Saturday night it, as well. It was a Saturday night. Saturday night Halloween. Halloween is like oh, usually it, clubs it felt so wrong. Of course, but that's COVID. I know, and then get into this. Uh, we went into the mall. It was like a mall where the cinema so is, in, and I was like, what, "Where is this place?" Initially, I had wanted to, but you didn't. Wanted to buy tickets for the uh, GFT Glasgow Film Theatre because mm-hmm. they were doing a double bill, yeah. Train to Busan, and then Peninsula right after. And you were just like, "No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that." So I then was like, oh, but that's the only one that showed. Oh, no, it's not. I found online that Everyman Theatres in Buchanan Street. Street. What's the name of the mall? Princess Square. Princess Square? Princess Ball? Uh, Was showing it, but just as a single film. And so they had tickets. And 
I was like, fuck it, let's just do that. It's a bit more expensive than we normally pay for the cinema because we do the Sydney World Unlimited most of the time. Uh-huh. Let's just do it one off. That'll be our Halloween because, as we've said, Halloween this year is kind of nothing. Cancelled. It's, it's basically cancelled. So we'll probably just be staying in the house watching horror movies anyway. Let's go to this cinema and... feel like we did something. It feels yeah. like we did something. So we go there and the Everyman Theatre is... Lovely. That's oh. the first time we've been in an Everyman cinemas. I think they've got cinemas in London as well, and they've got cinemas oh, all around. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I but love it. It's so cute. You can see why it's expensive. Yeah. Because you're sitting on like a little private sofa, like it's oh. got armrests and everything. Like ev- like you're not. Yeah, they have cushions and like it makes you feel at home, yeah. but also like kind of expensive. Like it's so nice, and then you like they bring the food to you and. Yeah. Things like that. Oh, I love it. And then yeah, it we good. were waiting, like, before the movie, we got, like, a hot chocolate and stuff. And you got an ice cream and was, cookies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so nice, the little, like, sofas all around, yeah. people having drinks. And we didn't know, like, we had food here in the house first, and then Do we you went there. What we had? Yeah, KFC. KFC. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when I get there, like, there's a, someone, like, proper chef making burgers. And I'm like, why we didn't know I have fucking KFC that I'm yeah. not a big fan of it. You I loved am. it. I love KFC. Um, and yeah, and I was like, oh, we need to come back. And I, I, again, I said that at the start, but I, it felt like a date. And it yeah. felt so nice. It felt so normal. Like, just, just yeah, I love the whole thing. Definitely, I loved it too. And I would absolutely go back, um, as I say, not too regularly because we don't pay for the cinema. We, we pay usually monthly. Uh, but as like a one-off sort of date experience for like little indie movies or whatever yeah. or you know special screenings yeah can't I honestly can't like uh, praise it enough like Everyman Theatres it was so good it was yeah. so nice I loved it it's just a shame that the film didn't live up to well, expectations okay so now let's talk about the film we haven't talked about <laughs> anything about the film and now we're like 20 minutes in we have talked about the film uh, so the movie starts like Two years after the first contact with the virus. Um, of is four. it two years? I can't. No, I, I can't remember. Well, it actually starts with the family in the car driving on the road. Uh, I don't know how many years that is after. I remember they're 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 asked. Yeah, the like to stop. yeah, like first they show you. Well, they show you how like they know about the virus. They're trying to escape and whatever, and then you get this montage of like oh. Like, what's going on? Oh. Like, what's going on? Like, everything and this and the virus and the cure and we couldn't find it. People. Uh, and I was like, and I said to you, oh, my God, it feels like right now. And I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. But they, I think they say four years. Yeah. Because, and I was like, oh, when they say four years, I was like, oh, for fuck. Because they, they keep showing you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is all happening. But then it's someone, a TV show, and then they say, can't believe it's been four years since that. And I was right. like, well, I know you probably didn't like it, but I was like, "Oh my god, that can be us." That's like, my horrible. that's my first issue. That, like immediately, I've got a problem with the film, which is that TV interview that you say that is sort of intercut between these scenes. It showing. tells you like how it, it progressed. It's everything just an exposition dump. That's all it is. Oh, it's it. not even like it's not even it's not even trying to be a realistic interview because the woman is saying, and this is the thing I hate on real interviews as well. Mm-hmm. The woman is saying things she already knows the answer to. She's like, so isn't it true that 78 million people died? You're like, where did you get that figure from? You obviously know the answer is yes. And the guy goes, yes, that's right. 78 million people died across all of Korea. And now that these towns are abandoned or whatever. And he's just like staring down the camera. And you're like, 
Right, so it's his exposition. All this needs to be is a couple of paragraphs in text right at the start of the film. Just do that, get out of the way. But it's like a five minute thing undercut between these scenes. How long it, is this movie? Oh, fucking hell. Too long, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, 116 minutes. 100. So nearly two hours. Okay. But that interview at the start was on way too long. And it, it doesn't even try to disguise the fact that it's exposition. I don't care. I like it. Oh, no, it's so bad. I like it's it. It makes, so me, bad. it makes me, it puts me in the mood. It no, scares it doesn't. me. Yeah, well. Well, I'm telling you, my experience, it did, guys. Having someone stare down the camera and, is based and go like, no, right, because, right, he's Ella, no, right, audience don't. member, ding, 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 listen, this is what you need to know, okay? These people are but dead. it wasn't like that. It, it really it fucking is. It wasn't like that. No, guys, it's not. It's it not. is. It's so fucking blatant. It is. It's awful. You're just a snobby. No, I'm not. Exposition is fine in movies, and I don't have a problem well, with exposition. Well, I like this exposition. They I save a lot of... I have a problem when it's so blatant, and it's like, this is only here because we need to know these rules. We need to know these points. Try and spice it up a little bit. Make it entertaining. It's a guy sitting in a chair talking to camera. Just do a fucking Star Wars. Just do text at the beginning. Just get out of the way. No, it's not. Oh, anyway, so yeah, so that happens. That does happen. And they end up in a boat, right? People end up in a boat. They're ex- escaping from Korea. Yeah, they're Korea. escaping from Korea. There's a boat. And then uh, there's a um, passenger yeah. that has the virus. Obviously, yes. And then kills the majority of the people there. Except... Ex- uh, except the, some military people. And then one guy... Who is going to become our main character. He has yeah. left the room and can't get back in. And, and the sister... It's his sister, I think, or it's his family in some family. way. That are, that are dying. He so, sees them dying. So it's like the mom and dad and kid. Yep. And the mom and the kid got the virus and he only saves the dad. He saves his brother or brother-in-law Ron or something? Law. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And then we cut... To I think they're in China. This is it. Four years later, they're in Hong Four Kong. Four years, later, yeah, in Hong Kong. Yeah. So now we have the whole like, oh, immigrants. Let's like, oh, like the disgusting or right. whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. That's the political thing or the what thing that I you said were talking that about. Some some things that I think this movie introduces, and I'm like, oh, and then just completely ignores, and I'm like, ah, right, okay, this is this is by, this is definitely by the same guy who did Train to Busan. Yon Sang Ho, same director. Mm-hmm. He has absolutely no interest in trying to say something with this movie. It's just, it's the only thing he says with this movie is, oh, hmm, people might be the real monsters. And you're like, ah, fucking every zombie movie has said that ever. That's fucking 28 <laughs> Days Later. That's the, la- the last 30 minutes of 28 oh Days God, Later, that expanded out to a whole movie. So yeah, the things that are introduced, yeah. the things that are introduced here are, one, in the exposition dump that I hate, mm-hmm. the guy says North Korea is a safe zone. Mm-hmm. North Korea yeah. is a safe zone. It has not been affected by this zombie outbreak the same way that Korea has, uh, South Korea. I'm like, oh, interesting. So are we going to have to deal in some way with the North Korea being as a secretive a state as it is? Yeah. Are, are we going to explore? No, North Korea. No, we don't. We don't touch on that at all. <laughs> he just says it and then we forget about it. Well, at least we know. But it, just, it, just wandering. No, Thank you. because that's an interesting idea. <laughs> that is an interesting idea of a big virus outbreak of a state that everybody's been like, ah, oh, fucking secretive and weird. But they're like, actually, we've protected ourselves. And you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Are the zombies going to get into North Korea? Are they going to try to get... What's gonna, no, North Korea doesn't play anything in this movie. <sighs> Two, the, the, the immigrants, uh-huh. they used to say the Korean immigrants in Hong Kong, yeah. the way that they're looked at, 
because they came from Korea and had this virus. Yeah. Now, I know that this was made before COVID. I know that, and therefore you can't expect that this movie is going to tackle COVID specifically. But you're like, oh, okay, so is this going to try and say something about foreigners living in a country where all the people associate with them is the virus, virus. Or, or whatever. Like fucking Trump with the, the Chinese flu, the Wuhan flu or whatever. Yeah, but not, not just specifically that. Just like no, anything. Like, exactly. oh, if you're Muslim, you're a terrorist. If you're a Mexican, you're a raper. Like, blah, blah. Exactly, right? It doesn't explore that either. It has one scene where the people because look at them all the way and they go back to Korea. That's it. We're not in China anymore. So, <laughs> you know, ah, what the fuck? Right? So, we're just going back to where we were the last time and we're just... Yeah, it just... It, it just sets up stuff where you're like, this is kind of interesting. This is bigger than I thought it was going to be. And then it goes, nah, we're going back to where the zombies were last time. And you're like, right. And they go, yeah. And they're just going to, people are going to encounter zombies. Right. And some people are going to be banned. Okay. You've seen that before. What else? And they're like, Mad Max. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah, like there's like an American guy trying to get money from, the uh, which area in Korea is this? Uh, a peninsula, the peninsula area. No, peninsula is like a piece of land that's surrounded by water, like Korea. How Korea comes out from the mainland, yeah, and it's surrounded by, but it's not an island, but it's like that little. Arm. So that's where they want to go, no? No, but so all of Korea is a peninsula. Oh, okay. Well, they want to go to that area that nobody goes because it's dangerous. It's full of zombies and basically. They just left the zombies there. They, they haven't done anything. Just left them there and it's empty. The, the space, the land is empty with just zombies. So... Yeah, so there's, there's obviously, money. Yeah, there's money. There's, like, jewelry. There's lots of things that were left behind. It's like so, a heist movie. So they have, like, pirates, like, yeah. trying to go there and trying to get it and trying to get back. So this American guy gets, like, a few Korean people saying, like, okay... You, I will get you a lot of money. Just go and risk every, like your life, everything. Mm-hmm. But if you make it a, a life, you're going to have money. Yeah. But also, they risk it because their life in Hong Kong is... It's shit. Yeah. Like, they nobody nobody wants to hire them. They're, they're bullied or whatever. Yeah. So they're yeah. Like, in this sort of life of crime they've been forced into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, they are aware of this million dollars hidden in a truck that they have to go and steal. And you're like, okay... I kind of get it. Yeah. It's a bit fun. It's a heist movie. And the objective is not in a bank or it's not in it, but it's in a zombie infested thing. Yeah. And two of the like of the people, like part of this group, is the soldier mm-hmm. that was at the start of the movie and yep. the brother-in-law. Yes. That they don't get along because the brother-in-law is kind of like, oh, you left my wife and my kid to yep. die. And he's like, I protect you. There was nothing to do. Like... Yeah, so the thing that is, in my opinion, disappointing about this is that the heist, or which I I think this movie is going to be more of a heist type movie, mm-hmm. is actually only like, you know, the first third of the movie. Mm, okay. If you know what I mean. Like, I thought that is going to be, like, I didn't realise they were going to get to the gold so quickly. I didn't realise they were going to get to the... And and the then treasure. be work and then be working their way back so quickly, um and 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 it goes wrong obviously, but you think oh okay so it goes wrong so they lose the gold and then they have to the the movie again it it just gives up on the idea of gold 
almost immediately. So they get the gold money, the the, the dollars. Sorry, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, like it's, a, it's U.S. dollars. It's a trailer that was abandoned yeah, in the middle of the highway. Money, yes, and uh, there's a big chase with zombies appear and whatever. And as they're driving back to the boats, mm-hmm. they are attacked by other survivors, scavengers. Sca- essentially, yes. And those people take the truck. Mm-hmm. They don't know the money's there. They, they don't know like, the money is on oh, it. They it think it's like food or whatever. They they think it's food. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were just taking the truck just because it works. No, they think it's food. Oh, okay, okay. Because when they take it back, they they take it back to their little like they've got community like a little community park, that yeah. they've you know fortified, uh, and the zombies can't get in, and they've got watchmen and stuff. They. They're asking if they can have some of the, the treats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the the little boy who's in, or the little young guy who's in charge of like stock tech or whatever is like, no, the captain says you can't have this, you can't have that or whatever. Yeah. And then later on when they find out, the, 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 the wee stock check guy and the captain find out that it's money, uh-huh. they say to everyone, oh, yeah, we got loads and loads of treats. You can have all this food. But they're just giving them food from the stock supplies they already have yeah. so that they can sort oh, of like pretend yeah, yeah. that it's money. So... They don't know it's money, they think it's food. But that heist that, that goes wrong, that's the first sequence of, like, a video game Need for Speed, like, uh, footage. Yeah. So you've got that, and then especially when the, the little two the two little girls turn up, yeah, who drive save, the car, they yeah. save our main character yeah. from, from I being... I like that part, when they're, like, the girls driving, like, so badass. Yeah, but it's... It, I agree it's kind of fun, but at the same time, it, it does look like a video game. It looks like an Xbox game. It looks like a PlayStation game. Not any single part of it looks real. The effects are... I don't want to say bad, because I've seen worse effects in a film. It's clearly... But it, you it does not see. look realistic. Yeah, yeah. You could follow the action, you know? That's what I mean. It's clear the direction of what's going on, who's getting run over, who's been attacked. But it, none of it looks realistic. Not a single frame. Yeah. And then... That is how our hero, they lose What's the truck. What's his name? The oh, God. Name. What's his name? <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name. The hero name. He is a young Syok. Oh, God. Apparently. Uh, anyway, so he ends up with this these two little girls and their family. Mm-hmm. And his brother-in-law ends up. With, with the scavengers. The scavengers, the, the community, whatever, because he was in the back of the truck mm-hmm. and they, they've stolen it. And then they force him mm-hmm. into like this pen full of other people. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a kind of... Like the Coliseum. It's like, yeah, like a Gladiator Coliseum. Like gladiator exactly, Coliseum. yeah. So they're like playing that. games with the people that they've captured. Or or like um, like Thorn and the Hulk. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's gladiatorial. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is what that is. And this, I do love this sequence. This is the, this is my favourite sequence of the entire movie. Yeah, it's good. So, it's like, again, I'm not, I'm not against, but I'm kind of bored by the idea of, oh, you know, we're in a zombie apocalypse, but people are the real monsters. However, it does lead to the best sequence of the movie, which is the scavengers, as we're calling them, mm-hmm. kind of in a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, force the people that they've they've captured, kidnapped, into like a cell in the middle of the mm-hmm. this room, and 
two minutes comes up on the clock. Oh my god! And they let the zombie. They have they, they got, they, they got zombies in a cage. And they have non numbers on the chest, and, and they are betting. betting. Yeah. And they let the zombies out into this pen, and it's just survive for two minutes. Oh and god. after two minutes, they're gonna, you know, because the zombies are attracted by noise and lights. I think they will survive, and you will die. You would not survive. I would. I'm no. super smart, Callum. It's not about being smart. It's about being fast. I'm fast. You're not. <laughs> Look. I would just maybe get like someone else to like use the shield, and then I will survive or pretend I'm dead under someone else. What do you mean pretend you're dead? They're a zombie. Hey, sorry, you're, you're they're zombies. Yes, but they're they, I will they're not tricked by fake death. I will survive. I'm pretty sure I'll survive. No, that is just climb that is something. nonsense. You would not climb on anything. I will. There's kind of like a net or like no net. Like you couldn't kind of climb on net. it. The zombies would get you immediately. It's about speed. I, I think otherwise. It is about... Know. There's two things it's about. Speed. Yes. And pure luck. That's what the sequence... I'm a lucky person. I disagree. If you're a lucky person, please go and buy a lottery ticket right now. How many bets have we won in the NFL that we put on every week? Because you're getting... Like, in <laughs> you get them wrong more than me. <laughs> So can I talk about this scene? Okay, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So it's one shot, or it's it's edited to look like one shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually done as one shot, but it looks like one shot. And you just follow the brother-in-law around this pen as these zombies are going fucking haywire, taking guys out left, right, and center. All the while, you can see the people watching above, cheering them on or whatever. And it's like, this is just, as you say, it's pure gladiatorial and it is the only time in this movie that I feel probably tense, stressed, scared. Like, it's, it, it, it gets the horror yeah, totally. across well. And it's just a two-minute sequence. And then, as I say, he gets away with a couple of luck. Like, sometimes the zombie's behind him and somebody else accidentally runs into it. And then after the two minutes are up, a guy comes out, like, with a big alarm or whatever. Yeah. And he, they... they Scare them away. No, they, they entice them back into the cage. Yeah, yeah. Like put an alarm and lights and it attracts the zombies. Back into the cage, boom, they shut the thing down. Yeah. And that's it. And then they, they, the guys go back and they get like a little fucking treat, which is not much. Yeah. And, and they're like, fighting for the food. And it's and like, wow, that. right, okay, so the, the, that's, that's his life from now on if he's going to stay here, is he's going to be yeah. playing this game. It's kind of like uh, Sametti 13. You haven't what? seen that film? No. That's a film about a guy who accidentally... In trying to make money, he accidentally ends up at a Russian roulette tournament. Oh my god! It's not that good a film. I've got it on DVD, but oh. it's an interesting premise. A uh, premise, premise, premise. premise. <laughs> it's an interesting premise. Because <laughs> uh, he needs money and his employer dies, mm-hmm. and so he t- he takes his invite, not knowing what it is the invite is for. Oh, okay. Thank and then you. he ends up there, and it's like, right, you're playing Russian roulette. That's kind of like... Good. It was remade in America, but I don't think it did anything. I think like, he thinks he was getting away, like, with something good, and then... Yeah, like, like oh, oh, he's a rich man, I'll go there, and I'll enter this society, and maybe I'll get something, but no. It's like 50-50. It is 50-50. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, or thingy, Brit- Brittany Snow, that's the uh-huh. girl that's in Pitch Perfect, she's in a movie like this, I think, uh, something to do with games, like, accidentally ended up at a place, and it's, it's some, like a murder game. I'm sure it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I bet there's lots of things. I, yeah. I don't know. In my head comes like a lot of Nazi stuff. Like, uh, say you are like a 
No, not about saying about about people in a room being forced to play a game. Yeah, and I'm just saying like if like a lot of like oh now you're pretending now you are in there. Oh, which movie is this? In that? where? Like with the Nazis, but because he what said, are you talking about the Nazis? Like he says, oh, I'm I'm like Who I'm German. I don't know the movie, Callan. I'm trying to remember. It's like someone that says, yes, I'm German. Oh, okay, come with us. And then that's it. Like, he started, like, hanging out with all these German people, but then people start doubting about him, like, oh, no, he's he's not German. You're thinking of the one scene in Inglorious Bastards with Michael Fassbender. No, this is go to the kitchen and stuff. You haven't seen them. I have no idea what you're talking about. But did he play games in that movie? No! Right, so it's not like this at all, then. <laughs> I just wanted to say that! <laughs> I'm talking about movies like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome where people are just, forced okay, to play okay, games. Okay, yeah. I'm saying they, they're quite good. Like, those sort of scenes, they, if they're done well, they can be entertaining and horrific and tense. And well, this time, was good. This one is good. But, alas, that's kind of where my interest in the movie ends. Now, I think we spend too much time with the family, actually. Mm-hmm. With the two little girls. And in the, their house. In the house. And the is it their dad or their grandpa who's on the radio and he keeps talking about, a, is it a Julie or something? Uh, that he's in contact with over the radio. Yeah, someone, American someone. And nothing is going on. There's no zombies here at all. Yeah. I mean, we're, obviously, they're living in a house. I mean, they're planning how to escape because there's, like, a cell phone mm-hmm. that can, uh, like, um, get them out from there. Oh, so what is that cell phone? It's like a, it's like a, a satellite a, it's phone. It's a satellite phone. So that's parked in the truck. That yeah. is in the truck. So that's why the family is like, okay, let's try to get the phone and escape. Let, let's, like, tell the other people to, like, help us and yeah. escape. And that's it. Okay, and then... The truck is full of money, so that's now it's the mom and the hero trying to get the phone and the truck. So they're trying to break into this compound. Yeah. And at the same time, there are two people in the compound. As I say, there's this this guy that does the checklist, this little boy. Well, he's not a boy, but he's like a young 20s who check, does a checklist for all the food or whatever. Yeah. And then there's a guy who's like the captain, as they, or they yeah, call the him something like that, but he never goes out in the field. They two are trying to escape the compound as well because they realise that there's money in this truck. Yeah. And they're like, if we can get out of here. And they found the cell phone. And they find the cell phone as well. So they think they can escape. And then, so it's, there's people trying to get out. There's people trying to get in. It's all kind of a mess around. But the thing is, there are no zombies here. Yeah. This, this, this film, for a huge portion of it, especially because the action scene that comes next... It's yeah, not it's, zombies. It's not against zombies. It's just humans against humans. It's humans against humans. So it's the again, it's playing with that idea like, oh, humans are the real monsters, or we can really fuck things up. But it's like, that's not what this film should be about. I want to see zombies. I want to see zombies. Um. So anyway, fucking chaos ensues with, as I say, breaking out, breaking in, who's against who or whatever, and we end up with something we've already mentioned, but it is the it is the the, the finale of this movie almost. Which is the Mad Max Fury like Road sequence. It is 10 to 15 minutes yeah. of five or six different cars all chasing after each other with people, they've got the truck with the money in it and then the wee girls have got their own car, uh, which they had earlier on. Yeah. And I am just baffled watching it. I, I cannot describe my emotions more than confused. Because <laughs> I'm watching it going, 
what the fuck is going on? Where are the zombies? And two... Basically, the zombies are just there to run over. Who the fuck agreed with this? Like, I love films where directors say, I want to do this, and everybody else is just like, no, and they're like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and they're taking a big swing. Yeah. And you're watching it on screen going, I don't even care if it's a mess, but this is just so, like, original or wild. I love every minute of it. But this, I'm watching it going, he is copying Mad Max, so it's not that original. It's not original, It's not that wild. It's kind of tame version of what I've seen before. And also, he must have, when he designed this, did nobody say, you're off the budget to do that? What do you mean? You're going to have to do that all on computer. Alright, okay. Mm. I'll do it all on a computer then. Why? Nah, just I want to. I want to have this sequence. Okay, but the CGI that we're working with isn't... Like, for example, someone like James Cameron, who's delayed Avatar to the point where people are like, I don't give a fuck about Avatar anymore. Yeah. But he's like, I am not releasing it until the technology is available to make this look good. Because there's no point in releasing this film if it looks like shit. And that is the fucking finale of this movie. It It looks like something you would play on Xbox Live with your mates. Like, it's wild. <laughs> like, how can you get invested in that? How can you get invested in that? Because, like, a video game is fun, but it's not, like, something that is get your emotions up. It's yeah. something that you know if you die, you just restart it. Yeah. I, I don't understand how I'm supposed to have an emotional connection to something that looks so fake. <laughs> I know people say, like, like cause people criticise films with, like, ugh. That's just ridiculous. I couldn't believe that for a second. How do they expect me to care about it? I couldn't believe that. Like, hereditary or whatever. Oh, she flies at the end. And I'm like, but obviously you have to turn off a little bit of your brain. Mm-hmm. Or the classic example was uh, in work, somebody saying to me, what did you see in the cinema last night? Oh, The Invisible Man. Oh, what's that about? And I described it. And they went, but is the guy actually invisible? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, you've got, you must have some imagination. And I'm like, if you're going to see a film called The Invisible Man, <laughs> expect there to be an invisible man. Like, you cannot criticise that for being non-realistic. I know. Like, you have to be able to turn... But what if problem... about the, the Little Mermaid? What do you expect? Exactly, to right? You have to turn off... I understand that. But when it's about zombies and driving a car, that's stuff that I can see in real life and I've seen in films done semi-realistically, semi or, or very realistically. How am I supposed to care when it looks like dog shit? I, I don't understand it. I hated that scene. Like, I was so bored. Oh, God. For the finale of your horror movie. This isn't even that much of a horror movie. It's more action than anything. And that's what I was about to ask you. Like, is this consider, considered a horror? Probably. I mean, it's a zombie. Action horror. But, only because but they definitely upped the action yeah. and down the horror. Yeah, definitely. But, I, I mean... And then, as well, I mean, I love sincerity in movies as well. Like, I am big on sincerity. If you want to have an emotion in your film or you want to try and push an emotion, go for it. Don't go for it and then be like, oh, but it was all actually like a little joke. I respect people who want to make the audience scared Mm -hmm. and try to make them scared, even if it doesn't work, rather than like, oh, but we're joking. Like, I love Scream, but there has sometimes points in the Scream films, especially in 3, where they push it to the point where you're like, <sighs> like, you're trying to be too smart with it. Like, so it's like, oh, did that scare you? Good. But even if it didn't scare you, it's kind of like, we didn't really want to scare you. We knew it was more of a joke all along. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like having your cake and eating it. Like, you're too scared to, <laughs> to show yeah. your emotion 
in case somebody goes, that's fucking ridiculous. So and if, when they go, that's fucking ridiculous, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, don't worry, we knew about that, Arlo. Like, well, you're laughing at yourself. Tell me more about the cake. Have your cake and eating it. Uh-huh. It's an expression. Oh, I never heard of it. Having your cake and eating it. Yes, I don't know what that means. It's like having it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Oh. Also, I cannot have a cake. And if I have the cake, I cannot eat it. Oh, my God. No, it's an expression. It's a metaphor. It's not yeah, a real... Yeah, what? Like... Having it both ways. When people oh. say you can't have it both ways, do you want to? Do you want the audience to feel this or feel this? You can't have it both no, ways. No, it's kind of like eating and whistle. What? You can't eat and whistle. Oh no, my god! Time. No, my god! <laughs> it's not. No, it's having your cake and eating it. That's the expression. I know, but it will be like. But but you can also. But have your it's like, cake no, and it's, eat it too. Trust, Hezella. Just trust me. Oh that's an expression. God. It's a it's an idiom, right? It means, I'm getting this from Wikipedia, oh right? God. It literally me- means you cannot simultaneously retain your cake and eat it. Like, you can't have your cake uh-huh. and eat your cake. Because then once you've eaten it, you don't have it. Oh, okay. You can't have it both ways. I know, I thought, like, have a cake and eat it. Like, yes, if I have a cake, I can eat it. I thought, anyway, yes. Do you understand the point I'm yes, trying to make? Yes, now, now I understand, yes. Right. I mean, I understand the cake part. <laughs> so. The idea, like... People wearing things ironically. You've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, oh, I'm wearing this, but I don't actually mean it. Yeah, like wearing glasses and you don't need them. Right? Versus someone who is willing to stand up and wear a t-shirt or wear a badge or wear something and be like, I believe in this, uh-huh. rather than I'm wearing this as a joke. Or because I've got it's, an H&M. I don't, I, just yeah. in case somebody goes, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, don't worry, I'm, it's just a joke. I get it. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone who's wearing it and they're like, no, I stand by this. This is, this is yeah, me. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I like that in films. So I like it that he goes big, but the movie at the end of this movie, Wrongly big. there is a moment where it tries to push sincerity to the point of fucking ridiculousness, okay, cool. which is when the mum is about to die. Oh, yeah, the yeah. mum of the two wee girls. Mm-hmm. She's trapped in the, the, and she's about to kill herself because the zombies oh, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we get slow motion, rising music, <laughs> and you're like, right. Okay, I'm supposed to feel something here. I get it, he's going for it. But then, at the last minute, the hero decides to turn back, even though, is he injured in the leg? Somebody's injured in the leg, I remember that. It's Maybe her, the mum. And the she mom. decides she's going to not kill herself, she's going to get out the truck and outrun the zombies. And you're like, there is no way that would happen. Look at the amount of zombies that are fucking around her truck. She can barely walk, and... You get all this, like, it's, it's supposed to be, and it's, like, proper when you go, I, that's the, it's the, that kind of time where you're like, no, I've switched off for this, you're, I'm not going to buy your emotion. Oh, God. Because, just kill her. If you want me to feel like this is a big emotional sequence, d- make her die. <laughs> oh, my God. Otherwise, just let her survive. Don't have this nonsensical moment where she's about to die, but then she doesn't die, and, 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 and at no point do you believe any of it. Yeah. It's it's just I, I, that's this fellow to me. At no point do I believe any of the character decisions or plot motivations. Like it, it none of it tracks from A to B, in my opinion. Okay, so. Oh yeah, the United Nations. They get on the UN helicopter. Yeah, come and rescue them, all of them, except the granddad. He dies. Yeah, they just that they escape. They 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 board the helicopter and they escape. End of movie. And I think at the end of it all, 
probably end of franchise, and I kind of hope end of franchise, because we're now three in, and I think getting progressively worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the day. I enjoyed the day out, or yeah. the night out. Yeah. To see it, night and I enjoyed the cinema experience, I enjoyed Everyman Cinema, uh, and I, mean, I enjoyed I seeing what is a 2020 horror film a big release or semi-big release because I'm trying to think what was the last one we saw was probably The Invisible Man like Saint Maud I love Saint Maud that's one of my favourite films of the year and it's not a big release Yeah. Um, and I know this is in Korean but Train to Busan did make money Yeah. so I'm assuming that people will be interested in seeing Peninsula and the sad thing is it's not good oh, it well. is not a good film so yeah so that's Peninsula and did you enjoy Callum's round? <laughs> Probably not, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. That's our that's last episode. This last one for the year. Yeah. Um, As I say, I'll probably do like a wee bonus one when you're in Mexico oh and I'm god. just sitting in the house by myself. Oh god! Instead of cleaning. I won't make that much mess when I'm on my own. Mm. Mm. No. <laughs> um, so look forward to that. I don't know what's coming. I'll need to decide. But this is our last mini-series until 2021. The last time you're going to hear my lovely voice. So For this year? Or do you think we could do an episode when, we get, when you get back from Mexico? And when potentially we get back from Mexico, if I get to well, go. We come back and we are isolated. And we could do top ten of the year. We'll see. We'll see. So, That's what I mean. Yes, so thank you for listening. Yeah, gracias por escucharnos. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, and hasta la próxima! Bye, 2020!